Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Interrobang. And Interrobang is when a question mark and an exclamation point are next to each other. Really, that's the actual name for that. You'll find an Interrobang at the end of the name of my podcast. Why are people into that? See how it kind of needs both the question mark and the exclamation point in there? Interrobang is a short, exclusive segment that you get when you subscribe to Wire People Into That on Acast, which you've done. So thank you for supporting Indie Pervert Media. On this episode of Interrobang, my guest is Merit Kay. She's the host of the Woodland Secrets podcast and the editor of the anthology Video Games for Humans. She is also very funny and prolific on Twitter at Merit Copas. That's at M-E-R-R-I-T-T-K-O-P-A-S. Merit told me about two related sexual interests that I really didn't know that much about. Pregnancy fetishes and something called the Omegaverse? What the actual fuck is that? Keep listening and find out. The holes of my mind The things I'm dreaming of from my station A vacation New location so one of the things that you brought up was impregnation fantasies. Now, this is not something that I've never heard of before. In fact, I've had some requests for it. Um, but I'm curious, why did you suggest that? Yeah, I guess um, that's something that I'm sort of, you know, I've sort of come across pretty recently. Mm. And it it seems to be pretty widespread, like, um, across, like, straight, gay, like, all kinds of different erotica. Like, this, I've seen, like, a lot of, like, Amazon erotica books with like breed me daddy like in the title um which is just kind of gives you a sense of like where this stuff is coming from a lot of the time um but yeah it's really fascinating to me because like I don't know I'm not someone who's ever been like really enamored with the idea of like actually being pregnant and Mm -hmm. like all of the things that that entails and I get that a lot of people are and that's great but I'm sort of enamored with the this idea of like becoming pregnant like that to me is like this kind of mysterious weird like magical thing um that can be rendered in really disgusting gross ways i mean i hope that i don't alienate or offend too many people when i say that pregnancy is 
the most fucking disgusting thing I could think of. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And I, you know, don't necessarily mean that in a negative way. It's just fundamentally, by definition, totally fucking disgusting. And so, but so the disgusting and is somewhere in that is where the eroticism lies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a distinction between like pregnancy fetishism and impregnation fetishism because and sometimes they cross over but for me like I don't find pregnancy fetishism to be that interesting but I find people eroticizing like conception to Mm. be a really fascinating thing um it's like kind of I mean I guess maybe this sort of betrays where I'm coming from when thinking about babies but like it feels like almost this moment of like betrayal of your body oh yeah um of just like oh now this thing happened and like your body's been compromised um and that's just like eroticizing that is really interesting to me for some reason the thing that pops into my head is Kevin Fenderline and like how he just would not stop knocking up Britney Spears and like that he like clearly really got off on knocking her up. Anyway, that's like my narrative in my head of <laughs> of uh of K-Fed and what his whole deal was. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's like some early 2000s deep cuts. Yeah. I, yeah. Um Choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like, I mean, literally got off on that, I guess, um, by definition. But yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, uh, like, I have a lot of fear around pregnancy and a lot of control issues around pregnancy. So I can, you know, I think that we've all learned that fear and control lead into the erotic. And, but then for some people, it also is about like ownership and, familiarity and intimacy and well trapping yeah for sure um yeah i sort of went on like a weird tumblr dive into this stuff a couple weeks ago and like a lot of the stuff that's written is just about like oh now i own you because you have my baby in you or something (laughs) it's just like I guess there are people who are getting off to this. Like the impregnation stuff that I've seen on Tumblr is like super gross and was just like, this does nothing for me. <laughs> like I, it is transparently about like controlling women's bodies. Um, and obviously there are ways that people turn that around, like that women turn around to eroticize that. Cause like you say, fear and control yeah. stuff. But um, yeah, it's like, yeah, this like kind of err moment of like, you know like male biological control of women almost yeah (laughs) um and what is so what is fascinating about that to you do you think um i think i don't know i mean like as someone who does not really have to fear that um which is such a luxury um (laughs) (laughs) it kind of is um no, it, I think it is like that that sense of like, like, yeah, the idea, the, the fantasy of like having a child or giving birth or raising a child is just, just no, Until, unless science can like give me, uh, can allow me to give birth to puppies or kittens, I'm not interested. Um, just, you know, cross your fingers. Yeah, yeah, we'll it get there. Happen. Anything we could happen. We will get there. Um, but the idea of like this thing that like my body can't really control being like yeah like compromise like it is like this violation almost mm. oh, and like yeah. 
for me, that is super easy to eroticize. And in ways, it's like the ultimate way that your body could like turn against you. Because it's not even like, um, I guess in ways you could compare it to like um, infection. But like, that's not really, that's like an external thing just like coming into your body. This is like part of your body is working together to do this thing. Right, right. And it's like. It's, it's a host. Or yeah. You're the, you're the host. You're, yeah, yeah it, right. Yeah. It's like kind of like almost, yeah, you know, like alien or. Sure, sure. Yeah, Prometheus. Ugh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's so it's interesting that you were you were saying that like gay male porn also has impregnation fantasies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how deep they go, but definitely that. So you, it's like a junior situation. <laughs> Speaking of, I don't know right, when, that, yeah. when that movie came out, <laughs> the 90s maybe? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if it actually goes that deep, but definitely that late. Like, I think just like, you know, people are like, breed me daddy if it's just like, just barebacking. Um, it's just like I love a the weird. Idea, the idea of breed as a transitive verb. Yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a thing. Um, well, that also makes it sound like you're an animal. Right, right yeah. Like, so there's I'm that a thoroughbred. Thing. Yeah. Breed me. For sure, for sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. This, these are like, why are people into that? Quickies. The other one that you mentioned. Oh my god! Now I can't remember what it's called. The the Omegaverse is that what it is? That is correct. Can you please define? I I cannot tell you the last time <laughs> I had to Google something sexual. Like everybody, like you heard it here first. I until Merritt mentioned it to me, I did not know what the Omegaverse was. Can you please let us know what the fuck that is? Gladly. <laughs> I'm so proud that I could stump you. It feels yes. like a a game show, like stump Tina Horn. Um, come up with some weird sex thing that Tina Horn has never heard of. Um, Sounds great. Let's do it. It'll, it'll <laughs> be like a, a bar podcast. night. Yeah. 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 Um, so the Omegaverse, where do I begin? I feel like there are so many people listening to this right now who are just like so stoked that I'm bringing this up. But um the Omegaverse is basically this fan fiction concept. So, like, people are writing fiction about, like, you know, TV shows or movies or books or whatever. Um, or boy bands. Or boy bands, yes. There's a lot of One Direction fanfic. Um, but, yeah, basically, Omegaverse stuff came out of... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Supernatural fandom, which is that show about those two brothers fighting demons and stuff. Right. I never got into it, even though it's kind of up my alley. Should yeah. I check it out if you watch it? I've never it? really seen it, so I can't really say much about it. But, um... Basically, there are these weird trends that happen in fandoms and in fan fiction communities. And Omegaverse was one of the ones that just sort of blew up. And the idea is that um, it's an alternate universe within the universe of like the show or like whatever the setting is, where um, basically it's like an alternate gender system almost. Mm. Like 
Um, so you have like, go on. Yeah, <laughs> and you gets, had me yes. at all alternate gender system. Yeah, so I mean, there's still like men and women, but usually the stories it's most common in like uh, gay male writing or okay. like writing about gay men. Usually, it's written by women. Sure. Um, but the idea is that people are like naturally either alphas or omegas, and sometimes there's betas involved, and like basically, um, the whole idea of it is like sort of like putting these ideas of like mammal sexuality that aren't common to or that humans don't have we've been civilized out of we've been civilized out of it also we've like evolved out of them like we have you know we don't have the same kinds of like of mating habits and like cycles and things as as uh like like being in heat exactly yeah so in the omegaverse stuff like omegas are people who go into heat every like once in a while and um, even if they're male they can usually give birth and like be pregnant Whoa. and alphas are like they sometimes like go into rut um, and there's like a lot of um, a lot of eroticizing of like really deep like biological urge things like um, like pheromones and like um, like all different kinds of things like that like biting creating like like bonds between people Mm. Um, and sometimes when there's betas they're just kind of like normal people Um, but uh, it's interesting because like it is kind of this alternate gender system often in stories that are only about men but it's like a way to introduce like pregnancy into situations between like otherwise apparently like cis men um, and bring in kind of this like these whole different politics around like well what would this world be like if there were people who were out of commission for like like we're not just like you know suffered like cramps or like we're like in pain for a while but we're like unable to move like across the board this whole group of people would needed to be like on some kind of suppressant drug or all these different things and um in ways it's interesting in ways it's really regressive because it's like about like you have a sexual role that is like encoded into your your like genes and your body and like you can't really transcend that. Right, right. So it's fascinating and weird and but problematic. But also a simpler a simpler universe. Yeah. Where there's no complications and you just know what your identity yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's part of the attraction for it. Um and yeah, like I said, most of it is like male male stuff. Sometimes you do have like uh, sometimes there are stories that are like straight or like or um like two women um but yeah it's like this whole weird thing that has spun out of that and now people write omegaverse versions of like basically everything there's a lot of uh supernatural like omegaverse stuff like i said but there's also now a lot of like sherlock is really common Mm. there's a lot of avengers stuff yes there's a lot of material there yeah captain america and iron man for sure uh is a big pairing um so really, you could apply it to anything. Yeah, you could just, cre- yeah. you could be like, what if the X Files was in the Omegaverse? Oh, and there absolutely are X Files Omegaverse stories. I don't know. Like, I mean, just off the top of my yeah, head, <laughs> I don't know who is like who is what in that. I would guess that like Mulder is an Omega and Scully is an Alpha, just like based I on mean, yeah. Come on, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so that's obviously not like. So that would mean that Mulder that Scully would impregnate Mulder. I mean, if they were a if they were a couple, then yeah. Yeah, well, that's always up for debate, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, do do uh, do alphas and omegas mate for life? 
often yes like often it's like a soul bond kind of thing where like once they like mate they're like paired together forever um and so that's like another risky thing of like omegas feel like they like can't like you know just like get with any alpha there and there's all these weird illusions about like sexuality and what that does to you and like um you know the rules sometimes vary from story to story people take it and do their own thing with it but But there's also this idea that like during a period of time you were just like a complete slave to your own uncontrollable primal biological animal urge urge to fuck yes absolutely um and there's so there's i can't see the appeal in that at all (laughs) yeah why are people into that i don't know um but yeah so often there is this like trope of the like an omega character being on some kind of heat suppressant but then it fails or they forget to take it and then they have to be like rescued from their like their heat by like this alpha that they've like been into for a very long time um like rescued from their like fuck trance or whatever. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you, I need to be rescued from my fuck trance from time <laughs> to time. Rescued from the fuck trance is actually the title of my debut erotica story on Amazon. But um, yeah, <laughs> really? No. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I nothing. No. Nothing would surprise me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it sounds it might more be. like a like a. I don't know, maybe it was just because of the conversation we're having earlier, but it sounds like it sounds like an emo, but like a new, like a, like a new order. It sounds like an Interpol album. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. It does. (laughs) Like the long lost new order. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. But, um, so what is fascinating? What else is fascinating to you about the Omegaverse? Yeah. Yeah. I guess like for me, a lot of it just like, I, Obviously, you know, I think a lot of it is very difficult and like, you know, eroticizes things that are, that feel like regressive and and, mm, mm-hmm. and not great. But also a lot of it kind of reflects my experience of sexuality because like, I'm very like, like scent is like super, super important to me mm. um, in a way that it doesn't seem to be to a lot of people. And like, that is a big part of, um, of this whole thing is like talking about like pheromones and like, sure. Um, and so that's like, Oh yeah, that's like, that's kind of like me. I totally get that. Um, and then also, yeah, just the idea of like, like, I think it's pretty obvious of just like, it's kind of hot to think about like, yeah. What if you were just in like this, like delirious, like, like incapable, state of like just being totally knocked out by the need to get fucked like i'm like well then that would be tuesday for me yeah i was Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you for saying it so i didn't have to (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah it's like it's i just and i also like the way that people sort of take it and like and do kind of sometimes there is like interesting social commentary on it which you know it's like you know legitimizes it and makes it very very important and intellectual well also in terms of it as a as a fetish or as something that someone could be into i love that it's something that completely exists in the realm of fantasy and is basically just like speculative fiction and so everything about it is about your imagination and about like what if the world that you know this is the thing that you keep saying like well what if like these characters were in in that world what if that was my world and it's just kind of a way of like getting outside your own head about sexuality 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, like, very cool. Because, yeah, in one way, it's, like, totally unrealizable because, like, you're not going to have that experience. But, like, it in another way, it's, like, there's no, like, weird, like, body parts or props or anything involved. So it's also, like, something that people can totally just, like, imagine as being pretty close to something they could experience. So Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a wonderful freedom in in the fact that it may never be fully realized. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> so, thank you so much for teaching me about that. I am that. happy to edify you about the <laughs> Omegaverse. This is my calling. Interrobang is produced and hosted by yours truly, Tina Horn. Follow at Tina Horn's ass on Twitter and Instagram and visit wirepeopleintothat.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.